Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Coming up on the Holderness Family Podcast, this year's gonna be different. <laughs> We say that every year, right? But this year it really is. It is back to school. We have back to school resolutions to help our marriage. I mean, to help our kids, but really to help our marriage. I have this weird thing about people driving my kids. I know. Approach homework like surgery, not like first aid. And I got some heat last week. We talk all about it. Y'all did a video or comment about mansplaining. Can we talk about Kim-splaining? One of the... <laughs> basically, like, let the man tell the story. Which, we can provide you with a quality product on the internet. And away we go. Hey, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Penn Holderness. And we are the Holderness family. Don't we sound caffeinated? Uh, it's because I just had some coffee, Kim. And coffee is important when school starts. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, we do those videos on Facebook and on YouTube. And we dance around with jazz hands. But this is something completely different. Yeah, we're trying to be better at stuff. And, and and the best way to do that is to talk about how we suck. And so <laughs> that's really what this podcast is all about. Trying to suck less. It is. And, and it's the two of us on this journey together. And we bring other folks along on the journey. We use words like folks. Journey and journey. Yeah. Uh, and the idea is to be better at being married to each other and probably also better at parents. And so that's what this podcast is about. Better we still, at parents. Yeah, we, yes. <laughs> and obviously, we still laugh a lot. I guess the difference between this and the content you might see on Facebook or YouTube is we're really trying to help 
we're trying to think more and we're trying to make you think hopefully more. Yes. Um, so if you could do us a favor before we get started, if you are in this, not if you're driving, but maybe when you're parked, hit the subscribe button on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you hear this. It really helps us out. That way it's easy to find our podcast and it helps other people find it as well. iTunes and those platforms kind of serve it up to more people when a lot of people subscribe to the podcast. So we've gotten all that out of the way. And thank you for doing all those things. <laughs> I did um, one thing. You're welcome. Yes. I'm, oh, also, can I say one more thing? So, yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. In the description of this podcast, there's going to be a link to a survey about what we, I will call myself multi-passionate. I am passionate about so many things and I'm working on so many things and I have a lot of energy about so many things. <laughs> it is so all over the place though. So we want to know where to spend our energy. Is it a board game? Is it my my travel product that is like I got the international patent for? Is it like this meal plan I'm putting together with my doctor? Like, do you care about any of that stuff? I don't know. So would you fill out that survey and it helps us understand like what sort of things you guys are interested in and we really want to do things you're interested in. So head to the description. Okay, I'm done. Go. So today we're going to talk about, you've heard of New Year's resolution. Uh, We are going to talk about school year resolutions. For a better marriage. School year's resolutions, New Year's resolutions. Not just for a better marriage, for a better family, but yes, for a better marriage as well. And I think a lot of times we work best when we talk about what's going on right now in our lives. and. It's the first full day of school for us, right? Yeah, it's exciting. We started on a half day on a Thursday, which, okay, that's cool. I came downstairs Uh this morning Uh to a wife who was clearly... Uh, sleep deprived, and and and, it, and and a sleep deprived Kim is not a mean Kim. It's not like I. It's like in fact, that sounded like an angry cat right well, there. No one really sounds like that. Let's be honest. Yes, but a sleep deprived uh, deprived Kim usually is a little bit anxious, has a lot in her mind. Yeah, and and when I get downstairs and I haven't had any coffee and I'm still kind of shaking the cobwebs, and I'm like at a fire hose at him of information. <laughs> I receive a lot. Yes. <laughs> so I received some stuff this morning. You received some Kim. And um and I love my wife. So I, I don't think I did a very good job this morning receiving Kim. I kept just saying, Yeah, we're fine. We're obviously fine. You're being- No, he's like, We'll just do this, this, this. And I'm like, Oh, for the love. No, I know we're gonna do it. I'm just saying I'm just saying that this is what's on my mind. He's like, but we can do this. I'm like, I don't need you to, this came down to, it was like the very basic, like, don't try to solve my problems. Just listen to me. He's like, but it's so easy. It's so simple. We're just going to do this. Right. this, this. And, and as I said, I didn't have my A game. What guys, just so you know, when you get the fire hose in the morning, <laughs> the best thing to say is, man, I'm really sorry. That must be really, really hard on you. Or not and even I'm that sorry. sorry. You didn't get any sleep. Yeah. Wait. I can't say I'm sorry. No, just say you can say I'm sorry you didn't get any sleep. But like I think I think the what I needed to hear was we're going to be great. We're going to we have, said, we 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 again, we guys, I'm so excited. I we've been talking a lot about like writing a book. There's a book proposal that went out and I'm and we're excited that the response has been great from publishers, which it dawned on me this morning of Oh crap! We this might actually happening. have to write a book. No, it's, <laughs> or get to write a book. Here's the thing: we already are writing a book. Like we're we're ahead of. Okay, here we go again. We're ahead of the curve here, and we are going to be great. And a lot of these problems that you were telling me about this morning, I think, might be a it, manifestation of just general 
sleep deprivation and anxiety that is based around your children starting a new school year. I, that is 100% true because I think we do, and I think this is our last year doing these like, bye, 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 you know, like, get out of my house, you crazy kids, because we are at an age with our children, they're nine and 12, fourth and seventh worse. grade, <laughs> where the fall schedule is actually so much more daunting that I actually cringe when the school year starts because now they're both in after school activities that they, I made my son, right? He wants to, I have shied away from any sports that have required a weekday practice for the longest time. So Lola's on the school tennis team, which is actually easy because they take a bus places. But then he has wanted to be, he wants to do, like tennis practice and we have to drive him. And then he's into this like ninja stuff, like the obstacle course racing ninja stuff. Karen on a treadmill is currently writing fervishly into her Facebook comment. That is not a sport. It is just yeah. so, and he's so, he so loves it, but that's two different things in two different directions during the week, which, so I made him write me an essay on why we should a take on that expense and b take on the effort of just the drive. And he did. And it was the really sweet. And the last sentence was, you've always done it for Lola. I was like, boom, that's all. She, that's all me. he had to write. Yeah. No, his, so, his, <laughs> his last sentence was end of essay. Yeah. He's, he taking, like, after, he's taking after Ron Swanson. He's like, and I'm done. End of speech. Yeah, yes. Which was so. Kind of great. So anyway, so I think it's it's very daunting to start that, but they both with these activities had to kind of make their own school year resolutions with with how they were going to stay organized, how they were going to like juggle it all, which sounds weird. So we did the same thing. And in, in an effort to make sure that we weren't just so focused on them, that we could still take time to focus on each other in our marriage. Yeah. And some of these resolutions are going to be child focused, but I believe that they will all help our marriage, our sanity, and lessen that just kind of anxiety that comes with the start of school year and that manifests itself in fire hose capacities when, <laughs> well, I, when I wake up in the morning. Because I do think, again, I've mentioned this, and I and my mom listens to this podcast. My dad hasn't figured out how to do it, but <laughs> bless. My dad still doesn't know what a podcast he is. He doesn't know what a podcast yeah. is. He's like, you mean the radio? Yeah, like, well, kind of, sure. But No. Yeah. yeah. So... My mom was a school teacher and an amazing school teacher. But I think, and they ended up, when I went to college, ended up getting a divorce. And I think part of it was like the the chaos of the kids and the schedule keeps you so focused on that and just surviving that when they finally got a chance to look at each other, they're like, nah, I'm good. And they tried really hard. They had five marriage counselors. They tried so hard. They they were great parents. But like, I I am... It gives like my armpits start to sweat when I start thinking about the fact that if we get our kids to college or jobs or wherever they go, they leave the nest and then we look at each other and we haven't made each other a priority. Or or you have nothing in common anymore. Yeah. yeah. So these kind of resolutions are helping, you know, our focus in our family conversation is about making the school year run smoothly, but also giving time to uh, work on us. And I know that you love making lists. And yeah. I actually put I put some of mine in writing as well. And then you lost it. I don't know where it is. Did you write down my stuff that I said I did. this morning? Okay, so, thank you. And also somebody in the podcast group, we have an awesome podcast group said, and it was a dude who said he would like a pen-led podcast, which I think would be amazing, except for he writes things down and then loses them. So I'm... No, no, but I could do this. I could, I could BS for an hour. 
I know, honey. That's that's all a podcast is. No, it's not. It's or about, we're or here in Dax Shepard's f- case for three hours. Well, but like, he I interviews can, people. I can so interview people. Okay. But we, just, okay, I'm going to replay that. Oh, I'm sorry. Just hit the microphone. The re- replay when you were interviewing that um, that lovely man who does improv and you uh-huh. didn't hear anything he said. We can replay that. Yeah, right but now. that was part of the conversation because okay. the, the, that interview was about listening. And so what I did was not listen. No, I, I showed America. <laughs> I know it's not America. I showed 20s of people. Tens of 20s of people. What it's like to be in my head when someone else is talking and th- and when that talking goes for longer than 15 seconds. Okay. Well, I think we've talked for longer than 15 seconds. So do you want to get to our list? Yeah, totally. Okay. No, I didn't want, I mean, you can lead this. No, I, I'm okay. message received. <laughs> okay. You want to go first? Uh, sure. What, what did I write down first? <laughs> <laughs> so school year resolutions. Number one, hang on. Step away from the microphone here. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Approach homework like surgery, not like first aid. Okay, tell me what this means. I typed it down, but I don't really understand what you mean by this. Very good. So, and this is closely related to another one of my um, resolutions. But I am starting to have children who are coming home and they've got either a quiz or they've got some sort of concept check that's coming up in less than a day mm-hmm. and they'd like me to help them study for it and i realize once i get into the space where we study that it's not that they need help remembering stuff it's that they didn't learn it in the first place <laughs> or they learned it incorrectly and they just want me to teach it to them as if i am their teacher right that happened a few times last year and it's a systemic issue where they learned wrong right and i think there's two ways to, to fix that, one way is like first aid. When you give them the answer and you give them a fun way to remember it because yeah. you're their crazy dad and like you draw a picture or you do something. Yeah, you're, what did, tell everybody what your your name is when you help Lola with homework. Well, Lola gets very, she gets very moody and she needs laughter. She needs to pick me up when she doesn't understand something. And I understand that as well. Um, and so I have a character named Professor Widebottom. Yes, and he does an accent in the whole thing. Yeah, and so the reason why he he or she I think he's like pansexual. I don't think it's like a <laughs> I don't think it's a man or a woman, but it's uh but the, so Kim like Kim buys a lot of Christmas pajamas. I Obviously. I don't think I need to explain myself here. And so the ones from like a couple of years ago were from this great company, local company called Burt's Bees, and they're super comfortable. But the extra large were extra large. They, they, but particularly in the hips. Like the very the, hippie. the shoulder was fine. The everything was fine. And if you take your, your index finger and your thumb and you spread the hips out, <laughs> you look exactly like an Andrew Pear or like Grimace from if you if any of you followed oh, the old characters from McDonald's. From McDonald's, yeah. I looked like Grimace. And so it's like it's very hard to look at me. It's the least It was a joy to look at you because it provided a lot of laughter. It's the least attractive I've ever been in my entire life. I, this is true. Um, yeah. And so 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 I so Professor Widebottom comes in. And really, like, gives like a fun mnemonic or some way just to to put a band aid on this issue so that she'll do well on the test the next day, mm-hmm. or to just kind of run through these things so she memorizes them. So surgery to me is I I just want like rather than giving a quick fix, I want to ask questions about and be sort of insistent on with my children understanding the reason why they didn't know the answer in the first place. 
Right. And I think that has, and I, I she's an amazing teacher. So I'm, there's 0% I would put on the teacher I agree. At, at all. So I think it's just a, they also now have computer, like Chromebooks in the classroom, which is amazing. But then they're I taking notes part of it. Yep. on the Chromebook, which I think offers a, a distraction and B, like there's science behind writing it down, writing it down. Yep. So it's a, it's a little bit of a discussion in our house. Okay. That is a good one. Thank you. I love that. I'm not like I'm pretty happy about my list, and I bet there's going to be three or four I'm going to think of while we're. Well, and I think what that does is it gives you more time because we were spending we were spending an increased amount of time fixing this for her, and it gives us time to not be like crazed, you know, during the weeknights. I mean, to quote Job from Arrested Development: "Catch a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. (laughs) Teach a man to fish, he'll want to borrow your yacht." great show (laughs) okay mine are different i don't know if you guys have picked up on this but mine are just going to be different and this is a resolution also for my myself and it's going to be stop comparing yourself and i think this is something i we could do a whole podcast on but story time i go to orange theory which is this great workout place hashtag not sponsored i have workout add i do a different sort of workout every single day but this is a good one yeah they have a leader it's like comparison theory they have a leaderboard right they, All the and time. so i have stopped wearing my heart rate mo- they have a heart rate monitor they sell you yeah and i've stopped wearing it because everything's on a board and then you get like points and like you're in the zone and all this stuff and i found that it was making me a little crazy to see the person next to me or, the, you know what I mean? Like, ha- like burning more calories. And that's not why I'm there. Like I'm there more for mental fitness than anything. And then, so I've, I've taken off the heart rate monitor and then the girl next to me on the treadmill, like the girl to the right of me the other day. And I, you were so like insanely busy and focused on yourself. Like I never look over, but out of just sheer boredom, I looked over as we were at like your base pace is like the, you could do this for five miles. And, and like this you is can, miles per hour. Yeah, my, yeah. Just, you know, you can carry You can say a couple sentences where you can run. You just kind of your warm up pace, but also your active recovery pace. And <clears throat> the girl next to me, she's younger. She's 0% body fat. She's probably not had kids. Like, you know, she's super doing great. Her base pace was the fastest I've ever gone. So like her, like she was, her recovery pace was my all out. I've, I'm going to die and puke if I hold this pace for a minute. And I started like feeling bad about myself for some reason that like I'm trying the, as hard as I possibly can and I'm 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 just not anywhere near what this girl's capable of. Her legs go up to my shoulders first of all. <laughs> like she's just like anatomically just just built for this. Right. But then on the other and I was feeling bad about myself for like 20 minutes. I'm like I can't, and I was killing myself. Like what who was I she wasn't paying attention to me. Like what 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 was that? And on the other side of me was a woman who was probably new to exercise and was walking and putting it up in an incline. And at the end of the class, she was like high five in the coach. And she was so proud of herself. I'm like, okay, that's where I need to be. You know, she did it. She checked the box. She did the best that she could possibly do. And she was celebrating it. And I'm bringing this back to my kids is I think my kids compare like they don't. They, they absolutely compare they, themselves to other people. Um, 
they have found a way to judge their success based on how other either other people perceive it or what other people have done. Well, I mean, they've, it's very easy to find once you get into sports. What is sports? It's winning over somebody or being picked over somebody or being part of a team over somebody. Which is in, an important part of the process. And, yeah, and grades. And grades. And it's... I want my kids I, – I read that book, Untangled, which I'll also put in the description, and it I it is required reading for anybody with a teenage girl. But there was some language that she used in there, and then Dr. Emily King, who we've talked to as well, has emphasized this, is like, what's the best for you? You know, you study, you prepare, and you study in the right way. And you prepare as much as you can and you get a C, maybe that's the best you can like that's the best you can do and let's celebrate that. And not let's not yeah, your friend got a ninety-eight on it. But that's she's starting from a different point. And maybe your friend won the tennis match and you didn't. But she's starting at a different point. She's had a better day or you, you know, there's something, but just let's, I'm going to try my best to lead by example and to stop the comparison. Like, so you're going to stop looking at Mary Decker Slaney next to you on the treadmill. Oh my gosh, this girl was insane. I was like in awe. I'm like, is that right? I'm like, maybe my treadmill's, I was like, maybe my treadmill's broken. Mine's broken. This is why it's my, mine's broken. Yeah. No. Also guys running too much repetitive stress. I know. You know, See? there's other things you can do. Totally. No, it was like a weird, yeah. Although weird. those treadmills are really soft. I know. The it's almost like not, It's almost, it is a little like cheating. I think yeah. I, I would have like joined Orange Theory if um, <laughs> if I didn't get mad at them for a really stupid reason. Ben doesn't like to be told when he has to show up and he doesn't like to have to sign up for things. That's right. So he was like, I just want to show up. I'm like, no, the classes fill up. You have to like sign up like an hour yeah. beforehand. I also tried to sign up for a competition, which I most certainly would have won. <laughs> And they, to- of they told me that I had to go through orientation and I was like, <laughs> which is you path. should they, do so you don't injure yourself. I know they were really nice. I, that's I, there's something wrong with me. No, I actually really like orange. Okay, stand standby. I'm going to step away from the mic here and look at my second. <laughs> really? What is that? Dress better at carpool oh, okay. yeah, and take just, longer rights routes yeah, home. Yeah, I need to change my carpool strategy because right now, and we we just put a video out about carpool that is, I, I think it's like one of our favorites, right? Yeah. Me and you, we really enjoyed this one because it's talking about all the different carpool stereotypes. Right. By the for, first of all, Penn handles all carpool. That's, That's like right. one of the reasons he quit his job um, as a news anchor because he never saw our kids and he never, he, he was never able to do carpool. So. I can, I'm just, I know people are going to want to like throw their phones out when they hear me say is that I don't, if, if it's a weird day, if I show up in the carpool line. Well, well, if you, if you look at the, um, some of the old podcasts and also this is going to be a big part of the book that we're writing at the secret contracts, we, mm-hmm. this is actually, it was a secret contract. Now it's just a loud out front contract. Um, it, I don't mind doing carpool and you have plenty of other secret contracts. Like you wake up and get the kids ready for school. Yes. So I can just roll out of bed, which means yes. I look amazing, terrible when I'm in carpool. So one of my resolutions is, and I think it's just going to get me, get my day started a little bit. I'm going to wake up maybe 90 seconds earlier. <laughs> 90. And, and do something with myself. Like, put <laughs> like on, what? Just put on a pair of pants. I'm going to put on a pair of pants. <laughs> That I didn't wear what? the night before. I, I love mine is like very like stop on. comparing myself and just celebrate my own success and pens wear pants. Well, hang on. I think it's there's something there's some depth to this though. Okay. Right? I went I can't because, wait for it. Because I, I think that if I'm a little more put together in carpool, when I get back home and it's time to really start our work day, I'll feel more prepared instead of feel like trying to like 
just to deal with the wandering. fire hose that like walks. Yeah, yeah, I think I'll be ready for the fire hose if I actually button up my shirt correctly and not with one button, you know, higher than the other one. So I think it's it's going to be like a mental thing for me. I'm not going to get up a lot earlier, but I'm going to get up enough earlier so that I don't literally roll downstairs and into the car. My which is favorite what I'm doing part right of our marriage, like we just have this ritual, like everybody has a nighttime routine. Penn has this nighttime routine where he's like, I think I'm going to set an alarm and go to 6 a.m. CrossFit. It, and now it's become a joke <laughs> because he one time you went at 6 a.m. Yeah. Yeah, one time. And it was great. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to do it every day. Yeah, but it's just so much easier to hit snooze. So the, I will wake up if it's tennis because then that's somebody meeting you. Right. And you can't sit out there by yourself. It, it's just mean. Okay. So you have to be there. It's like catching a plane, basically. So that's I, I, I have done that successfully. Three times. No, probably more than that. Four. Anyway, so carpool strategy. Um, tip one for me is I'm just going to be a little more put together in the morning. Um, I think I'll present better at carpool. I think uh, Lola and Penn Charles's teachers won't look at me like I'm a has, like a hobo. Well, has just abducted them. And I think to be on this one. So if you you had a little one un, un, under here because I took notes was to take longer routes home. Yeah, yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, and that so that when my kids get in the car, I um, it's probably the same way that I feel when uh, I walk back into the door with Kim. They get like a fire hose from me. Like I want to know what the heck just went on in school. And I'm trying too hard. I'm like, hey, so tell me, like, how was this? How was that? Tell me something that's happened today. Tell me. And they just want to sit there and decompress. Yeah. They just got in the car. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take longer routes home. I'm going to make up an errand that I have to run. I'm going to keep the radio down so they're not like distracted by music and I'm going to shut up and yeah. just let them talk because yeah. I think if I do that, they'll like leak some information. Yeah, there. Yeah, I think that's a good strategy. And just uh, just FYI, we live we live about three minutes from where we go to school. It's so not it's time. not enough time. Yeah. Um, which is not enough time to get some great info, but I, there's a lot of stuff that on a car ride, um, you can uncover. I like that, honey. Again, my, my next one is, so we talked about in this, the, our podcast last week with, uh, Dr. Emily King about body image, but a part of it is healthy eating and how to encourage healthy eating with our kids. And I've done a lot of reading on this subject and there is there is definitely and I can tell you this is fact that you have to expose your kids to, you know, fruits and vegetables they may not instantly love over the period like it there there's science behind it but you have to do it every day for a very long time to the point where my kids will eat vegetables now and even my son who started off the first 2 or 3 years of his life and ate nothing but beige food um he does eat vegetables now over the summer I I I always eat healthy and I always make healthy food available. I gave them increased freedom. I made them they had to make their own lunches. They they walked down to the store by themselves. Like I gave them freedom, which was another kind of resolution I had for the summer. But that meant they got to choose what they ate and they ate crap. Like it was it was gross the stuff they were eating and choosing with the school year and with our increased like with our kind of busier schedule they aren't going to get those as many choices. And I need them to start choosing healthy food. So I have this little chart that I'm going to, I actually have printed it out, but I'm going to laminate it. But just reminding and not go over the top. I mean, I think the pediatricians want like five servings of fruit and vegetables a day. Like, 
I mean, come on, guys. So I'm doing two veggie servings <laughs> and two fruit servings a day for our kids, which means in their lunch, they it's so, gosh, it's basic. It's like an apple and some carrots with our kids like those um, little guacamole packets. That I think like holy guacamole makes them. Yeah. And they will, or hummus, like PC will do hummus. My daughter loves all fruits. My son literally only likes apples right. and maybe a banana sometimes I, I think or watermelon. Days, yeah, I, I can't remember the last time he ate a banana, but yeah. Yeah, so if, watermelons are because, gone. So he would rather eat instead of if he's had an apple in his lunch or at snack and he has carrots in his lunch and are they just throwing them away? I don't know. But and then at home after Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. He would rather have celery with peanut butter or a salad with dinner. Like he has started to love Caesar salads than have another serving of fruit. So as long as like those four are checked and then I'm going to check out. But they have to like – I'm going to insist that that happens because they need to stay healthy and um, with this crazy schedule. And I think I, I don't want you to kill yourself doing this all the time. Like you, like you, it's easy because it's there, right? Right. And and, and I, but I think another thing we could do is just make. I don't mind saying make them. Just kind of force them to make some occasional healthier choices when we are on the run and we have to go through a drive-through every once in a while mm-hmm. because every every place has a healthy option. Right, and I think that I'm fine with them getting pizza and chicken nuggets and all that stuff as as long as they have balanced that out right. with they they did start like when we would send them down to the art like little community pool and they could you know order food they did like they were starting by the end of the summer like they would get a chicken Caesar salad yeah um which is that's a good one and is super good and then they would get 
an ice cream cone, you know. So I it's it's all about balance. Yeah. But that is my I'm gonna buckle down on that because I think yes, you may say, Oh, if you like you're super, you know, constricting of their food, they're gonna, you know, once they're on their own, they're gonna sneak food. Maybe. But yeah. if you don't teach them and you don't present it and you don't like then it's not how could it possibly become a habit? Yeah. And I do believe that that you you crave the food you eat. So if you eat nothing but junk food, you're just only going to crave junk food. So, yeah, I'm <laughs> sitting here laughing because I'm like thinking about both of our kids. And one of Penn Charles's biggest problems is that he's just like, he, he had he the same problem I did. He, so the device by which you intake food is your mouth hole is the same device by which you communicate. And he just doesn't ever stop talking. Oh my gosh. We need to give him another hole in his head. <laughs> well, to, so, like he, we need to give him just a voluntary tracheotomy <laughs> so he can just jam it in his throat. Yeah. Or it can talk through his. He, he, are there any animals that can communicate? While eating, oh I feel my like he... gosh! Well, I think that it's so funny when we went to get his teeth cleaned. It takes, I think they put like <laughs> twice as long on the schedule for him because the poor hygienist. Well, they first of all they ask you questions like as soon as they get in your mouth, but then he answers them. He'll be like, "She was like, oh, so what grade are you going to?" Well, uh, and she, he's like, he pushes her away. I'm going into fourth grade, and here's I'm just not looking forward to the increased workload. Like he sits there and has a conversation, and she's like, "No, no, no, no." I just wanted one word. And again, why are you asking? <laughs> anyway. I know they, it's, they feel the need to be kind of like put you at ease. Mm-hmm. But that's that doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't so work. we're we're working on getting um, getting some food in the mouth hole. <laughs> he just talks. Const- I love it. He talks constantly. <laughs> All right. Number three. Oh, yeah. 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 OK. Um, I've been preaching this one for a while. And I've I think I've been practicing it on some level. But the. The I love my kids and I want to see them happy part, I think, takes over every once in a while. Right. And that's, I guess that's good, right? You, I mean, you love yeah. your kids. You love your kids. Of course. Let them make some mistakes. Yeah. And let them learn how to fix them. I know I was talking earlier about using a, a surgical approach to homework and not a first aid one. This goes hand in hand with that, right? It, it like. Yeah. In that case, I was focusing on the why instead of like getting the answer right. Furthermore, I think giving them all of these fun mnemonics that'll like solve the problem and give them more right answers for the test tomorrow is kicking the can down the road a little bit. They need, and I think that they learn from failure, right? We're trying to set our kids up to succeed. I understand that. Like, that's an important part of it. But at some point, they have got to learn how to do this themselves. I, I, on the words that are coming out of your mouth hole right now, I, I'm nodding. I agree with you. If if it, this is the safest time to fail, right? There's, there's no, no transcripts. There's no transcripts. There's no permanent record. But here's where my brain goes: that you fail. It's a crisis of confidence that sends them down a path of just not believing in themselves. Like I. Everything you're saying is true, and and it's been and it's been something that I've been trying to help them to help them be more independent. Do you hear that? Yeah. But I'm I'm forcing them to be more independent. <laughs> That's not a thing. It's not you a. Can't force yeah, people. I know. But no, I'm putting them in situations where they can take care of themselves, and yeah. and then then have the confidence to take care of themselves. And you, it is it is so weird because 
are, and a lot of teachers chime in about if we're supposed to help with homework, how we're supposed to guide that, but letting them, letting them suck a little is for me, the hardest part of being a parent. I think you need to see some positive examples uh, of how that has actually worked in their favor. And I've got one for you and it happened less than 24 hours ago. Let's hear it. And it may have happened. Actually, you told me it. Uh, like I knew about it, but you mentioned it. I don't know that you realize it was a total example of this. Lola is a tennis player and she loves it. It gives her confidence. It is also, it's kind of like a stressful sport for the parents oh and probably also for the kids. I hate it. She has, she has actually been complimented by her coaches that she's like one of the one of the people who doesn't feel that stress as much she just kind of she doesn't show it well she feels it but she doesn't show it i, I mean I, I i went to a tournament with her in another state for three days and i saw it was a sectional tournament and there was a lot of pressure you could see the, the, just the, there was a certain amount of ease with which she approached these these things and again there is some stress i went and hit with her last night and she's making this transition from what's called a green dot ball to a regular ball. And it's because she's, it's like the full size tennis ball. She was having a lot of trouble with it. And that happens when it's, you know, it's like going from a softball to a baseball. It's a different type of sport. I was trying to tell her what to do over and over again. We had coaches who were trying to tell her what to do over and over again. None of it was working. So last night we're sitting there hitting and she starts knocking the snot out of the ball. That's a term that Southerners use when you when you uh, hit it well, <laughs> and with consistency and with confidence, and it just it, something had clicked. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Lola, what happened?" She goes, "I self-diagnosed my problem. I was uh, accelerating all at once and not slowly through my swing." And I was like, "Oh my god, Lola just fixed something herself." And I could tell in the way that she was talking about it how proud she was yeah. of figuring it out herself instead of getting like a coach or a trainer or a, or a father who had to like fix this for her and she went to bed last night feeling awesome about herself because of that even though for a while she kind of was struggling isn't it the way that i i really and that's why i identified like she and i have have started to connect a little bit more because i can see all of the the traps that I fell into I see her kind of walking the same path and because it takes me it takes me as an adult a long time to learn a lesson it takes me like people after we example after that Christmas jammies video we did which was amazing we had so many people tell us like you need to start a organized YouTube channel you need to do this stuff every week we needed to it took us three years before we did that because I just didn't, it didn't, nothing sank in. So you can yeah, tell me what we, to do. We were so old school media, though. That was the problem. But but you could tell me what to do and the right thing to do every day. But until it clicks in my own brain, it is not going to work. And you're you're right. Like, she needs to do it herself. But then. I'm just, yeah. I, I want you to recognize the positive. A hundred percent. Things that happen when she does do that. And like the wins. And like obsess over those wins instead of obsessing over those losses. And I think that'll like, when we start looking at it that way, when I said you, I meant us. Like when we start looking at it that way, when we start seeing the positive side of like screwing up and fixing it yourself, I think that's going to make a huge difference in like overall confidence too. Cause like I can do this. Yeah. I, you know what it is? I, I'm, I'm fine to let our kids fail, but they take it so personally. Mm Mm-hmm. So whether it's a test or a sports thing, they do get seriously 
bummed out when they fail. Yeah, that part's and, tough. That part's tough. And 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 it is a life lesson. And it, I, I, you, you zoom out from it, and I, I know that's the thing to do. But geez, it's hard to see your kids. It is. Yeah, like, it do, but it doesn't mean that uh, it's. I mean, I still think that's what we should do. I think like, I, we, I know it's just it is so hard to see your kids fail, and I can imagine that it gets harder as they get older. Yep. It, it that to, um, because right now there are no stakes. Like, there's no, there's no scholarships or jobs on the line. There's none of that. But I guess we need to practice that of just letting go. And that and that gives us honestly more brain space and heart space for ourselves if we're if we're kind of letting them suck. I agree. Okay, that was really profound, and I thank you. Was it a little? It was a little passive aggressively uh, geared toward the universe and not toward myself. Um, no, no, it's it's work we right. need to do. Yeah, it's um, work. Um, my my final one, and it again, this is a in in terms of you can say it a thousand times to me, but I'm not going to accept it until. it processes for me um, is get help. And I, as a proud working mama, I am like, I can do it all. I can do a meal plan on Sunday and I can drive all the carpool or to do all the sports and I can make the snacks and I can do all that stuff. It is unrealistic to have a job or not have a job and but you have a job. It's to it's parent not- and to marry and to to be a marriage and then to meal plan healthy meals and to help like it's impossible to do that. So I, a couple things we do throughout the school year, and I even posted about this and got some shame. But we order our groceries now uh, to be delivered on Sunday mornings. Now it it is an extra fee. I do the the Whole Foods Amazon Prime thing, so there's a fee to it, but. It makes it so they're delivered at like 10 a.m. And I like if I don't do meal prep on Sunday, it or the rest of the week kind of sucks. Can I ask, like, who shamed you about this? Oh, it's the internet in 2019, honey. I, well, but the, to me, like, you're working, right? This is an opportunity cost thing. Oh, it's, 100%. You, like, you, you lose money and the, the, your livelihood goes down if you're wasting, not wasting, if you're spending that time when and you I, can just as easily, like, it, and here's the weird it. thing is I actually do enjoy the process of picking I know up you produce do. and yeah. groceries and stuff like that. So it's not. You get out of the house, too. Right, right. And, but I enjoy, like, picking my cuts of meats and inevitably something screws up like i ordered like one i met i thought i ordered like one pound of potatoes and they gave me one potato and then i ordered like two pounds of apples and i got 20 apples like it i screw it up in some way but it is it is worth it there i it and i have to just i do enjoy cooking i don't enjoy cooking four meals at once but it's kind of i have to prep those things on sunday if i don't our week kind of sucks um, in terms of like being being healthy. And then this is the first year ever that I'm accept, accepting carpool help and, and rides from people. And because I've Yay, always. And I'm so proud of you. I know. But but I, I have this weird thing about people driving my kids. I know. It is. It's bananas. And these are like, these are really good friends of yours. And that have safer. I have drive. I drive a Prius, which is basically a golf cart. It mm-hmm. just, I mean, and I, we live in a town where everybody has a white Tahoe. So like, I mean, our, our car, like my car in terms of like safety and being run over, like I've been rear-ended twice because people didn't see me because their cars are so big. So their cars are probably safer anyway. I mean, you <laughs> like talk about, you might get some shade about the safety level of the Prius. 
it's, oh, it's safe. It's yeah. safe, but I literally have been hit twice because they didn't see my car. That is true. I, um, you were in the car one time. You're like, this guy is. It was oh my the gosh, slowest wreck of all time. It was time. like a four like, mile. We're right here. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I didn't even see you. <laughs> so uh, That was the one where you got out of the car. I've never heard. Well, you do I this. just. I had, just kept yelling, are you freaking kidding me? Well, like, so it was, <laughs> I had been rear ended. And because. By someone who didn't see didn't, or hear you. He didn't. Yeah. He, would yeah. dro- he was driving like this mega monster truck no and, it has those the rear view mirrors that go 85 feet out from the side of right. the car and so he literally didn't yeah. see me and rear-ended me with my kids in the car and that and, and just the repairs on that it takes like a month to get your car back we had my car back for two days yeah it was two days and then the guy hit us in the front from a four-way stop took a super wide turn we were stopped took a super wide I, turn. i had time to honk at him we're for like a while. and like, so I, I was like i just got my car back and then so that's why i was he was looking at his phone he was looking at his phone he yeah. ran into me so anyway so i am i'm getting help so i'm getting help people are bringing my groceries to me and people are going to a couple days a week we're going to share some responsibilities of carpool and it's going to make our life easier it sounds so silly that i wouldn't have accepted that help before but i'm like oh i can do it all i'm just gonna do it all everything's gonna be great and it's not great so i'm very proud of you for doing this and i know it all comes from it comes from a good place right it comes from you wanting to protect your children and you wanting to be there for your children but yeah, I mean, I don't. It's it's funny. We might even like pay somebody once a week, of course, to drive PC to this place that's like by the airport, which is like twenty minutes, thirty minutes in traffic. So we might actually like even like get Listen, ready to shame monsters come out. No, no, I might pay somebody no, to but, drive him. But you're working. It's not like you're going to, you know, a, a bunko game or something. While but this what is if happening. I wanted to go to bunko? I, I, by the way, I don't I don't know how to play Bunko, but I feel like a lot of people play Bunko. You should be able to go to Bunko. But I'm saying the majority of this is we're working. And we have to stop working to go drive our kids around. And there is this option of, you know, using the village around you yeah. to try to help try, try to help out. And and I'm so psyched that you are on board with this now. Yeah. Because it is going to make your life easier. Yeah. Um and it but it, on it and when it comes down to it, it gives it gives us more time like all of this stuff frees up brain space so we can be better to ourselves and then better to each other which can provide you with a quality product on the internet (laughs) um okay no i feel like that's a good school year resolution list that like let's review so we can wrap up with this with some feedback and i i actually really love feedback which is why if you leave a rating or review we read them um and also in our podcast group and this was from chuck y'all did a video or comment about mansplaining can we talk about kimsplaining uh as one of the <laughs> can we as one of the few males who listens regularly i think we have a lot of dudes wait a minute <laughs> kimsplaining yeah. Okay, go ahead. I, I found, I didn't, this is from Chuck. I found it a bit jarring to hear Karen on a treadmill, that's Penn, by the Penn, tell a story this week only to be interrupted and have it Kim-splained in the middle of it. For the love, please allow another person to tell their story from their perspective. It doesn't have to be corrected or changed. I cringed every time I heard him tell his side while he was acting, asking for constructive criticism only to what I felt like as a male have his perspective of the events be invalidated. Basically, like, let the man tell his story. And this was in regards to... I think I remember it. The, it when yeah. I was talking to Lola. Right, right, right. Yeah. And so we've had that... 
we've had that conversation several times on this podcast, but in real life, probably 40 times. So I heard you recounting the story in a different way than has been established. And so that's, I kept jumping in, but now it sounds like I'm Kim explaining my interruptions. But for that, I'll say, I'm sorry. Like I, sh- I shouldn't, I should let you tell the story as you, well, you, you agreed that you were, you were using the incorrect language, but what, you work your way through it. Yeah, no, I, I was trying to tell the story and I remember this moment and thank you, Chuck, for uh, writing in. I don't mind being corrected, but then it was like a correction and then basically it, it went off the rails and I couldn't get back to it. And I think I remember that one specifically because I think that when we have, when there's two people there instead of one person and, and I'm just, you know, I'm trying to say something you can get, whether it's uh, real or whether it's just perceived, you get the feeling that you're being ganged up on sometimes. Uh, when, and when you're and to make Dr. Emily King surely wasn't doing this. No. This was on last week's podcast, I don't, by the way. No, no. I don't think that Dr. King was doing anything. I, I think that you were in politeness to the guest trying to explain what you thought was correct. Mm-hmm. And so it was it, – it, in that, that dynamic makes it feel like two versus one. Mm-hmm. And so I like – honestly, like that wasn't my favorite moment because I did feel – and I think I stopped and said, can I please finish the story? Yeah. Um, because I did, I, I did feel like, look, th- that that's th- the body image thing is not something that I'm super right. good at, and I'm trying to get better at. But I did want to, and I didn't talk much during it. But I did want to get like my two cents in, mm-hmm. and it did feel a little bit like my feelings didn't matter as much because I'm a dude when I was when I was trying to get that story out. Well, I'm sorry. I, I I'm, am like, sorry. It, 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 I didn't lose any sleep over it. I know you didn't, and and that's you're very gracious and kind with with that, and um, I, I think, and I think that somebody else, actually, another guy said, yeah, it it felt like Penn didn't talk or wasn't allowed to talk a lot in this podcast. Someone else said that, yeah, yeah. but I have to say, in terms of if you if, if there is a guest on, and it seems like I'm leading the conversation. It's typically because I've done the research and I have a list of questions that I've already communicated with the guests and I am leading that in a way that my husband brings the funny and my husband has I think you have really 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 insightful questions but there there are there is a point where sometimes you you are ADHD guy and you kind of weave in and out. You are very important to it and you are but I tend to have to take the reins on those things. Yeah. Is that safe? Uh, you want to take the reins on those things. Uh, I think I can let you take the lead, dude. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I so there have been times when I've had topics that I wanted to talk about and it like I, I think we can't both be alphas on this thing. You know what I mean? Like we can't both be the ones who who are talking most of the time. I you definitely do more research than I do. And I think there have been some times that I've I've said here's here's what I want to do. And um, you have been less involved in those. Yeah. And I'm totally open to that. And I think you um, – so I'm sorry that I interrupted you. I obviously – I feel very passionate about how my – that that topic is something sure. – you know, the reason we reached out to Dr. King about, you know, body image and our daughter and this one particular – 
story and how it's to- and and the how it's told is the story, right? So, um, and I didn't give you a chance to kind of go through it. I like. Thank you. I, 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 you didn't need to apologize, um, but I appreciate it. Because when stuff like that happens, I kind of just kind of just move on. Like it's also shock if it, just for whatever it's worth. I interrupt my wife all the time. Yeah, we did an entire thing on it, right? And and I'm aware of it. Um, You're and, getting better. Well, yeah, I have to actively try. Mm-hmm. That's it's in my DNA, and that that was one of the things that uh, that Mister Sip, what's his first name, Dan Sip, mm-hmm. yeah. That, uh, that Dan said was that if you are one of those people who has like a short twitch muscle brain, like an ADHD brain, it's not like you're in rather than just saying, hey, I suck at this and then sucking at it, you have to work at it. Right. You know, there's certain things that people are good at and I'm I'm not great at listening. I'm trying to get better at it. Mm-hmm. So listen, I don't want you to get upset about this. No, I'm not. I'm not upset. I'm just saying that like. I think it's interesting that, that two people picked up on it. Were they both? Males? Well, no, no, no. By the way, there's like 20 comments. Oh, oh, all the same thing? Um, let me go through that. I think a lot of people were like, yeah, Kim interrupted more than, than normal on this. And then some, you know, were like, he wasn't telling the story because we have told the story before. Like he had kind of changed the, the verbs of the story. So, um, Well, I didn't have it written down. I was trying to, <laughs> was trying to get it as accurately as possible. I mean, you, did you go back and listen to it? I listen to the podcast. I do listen every week, which is hard for me because I don't love the sound of my own voice. I do listen every, and I heard it, and it was it was annoying, a hundred percent. Okay, well, yeah. that's that's all. I mean, so that's probably something that you'll learn from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm just putting it out there. Okay, no, well, thanks for saying something. I I, I did not lose sleep over it. Yeah, um, and I also I don't know as much about these things as. You do it. Look, if if we like when we do our podcast on CrossFit, I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna talk more than you. Yeah. Also, we're never gonna do a podcast on CrossFit. <laughs> we can if you want. Um, no, it's okay. Um, but I so when it comes to just the workload of the podcast, I'm usually one that's like reaching out to guests, booking a guest. So it does turn into more stuff I'm interested in because Penn has, it's not that Penn's getting, you know, getting a manicure and just relaxing. He's writing amazing music and editing all these videos. And I, it is my joy to reach out to people and get them on the podcast and book them. So just by nature of what happens, mm-hmm. that being said, if there's somebody you want us to interview, if there's a topic you want us to cover, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or at the Holderness family. You can message us or in the podcast group. Yeah. And by the way, like I'll totally book some people. I also think that our audience, I don't know if I'm right about this. I think our audience on the balance is more uh, female. Is yeah, that, no, but even I, some females like, were in here were like, Kim, you were interrupting too much. So. Okay, yeah. I got it. Okay. So, but like maybe we'll do a month and it'll just be called Pen Month and I just do whatever I feel like on the podcast and we'll see how many um, listeners actually <laughs> decide that they want to listen to it and I'll take the reins. Maybe just pen day. Okay, so we've so just one day. Okay. So <laughs> we'll start with a day. Oh my gosh. Let's start with a day. <laughs> no, well what what do you want to do for pen day? Next week will be pen day. And then if it if it go if you like it, I think a month is a big commitment. So if okay. you like it and then we can go from there and it could be sweetie, it could be pen year, honestly. If you love it and people love it, 
I am all for it. Okay. 100%. What's what's going to be Penn Day? I'm going to get Ron on. Like, there's this guy I've been, like, he's been willing to come on the show. He's my favorite guy on the radio right now. Oh, the animal guy? Yes. I'm 100% down for that. The first time I told you about it, I didn't know how down with it you were. You were like, how does that apply to our lives? And I was like, I don't know. I just want to talk to him. Yeah. You did say that. Because... <laughs> now you there's seem guy, excited. I think no, there's a guy who he he's great. He's I amazing. love listening he's to him. He's my favorite person. Like my favorite show to listen to is the Dan Levitard show. It's and a he's, sports, and he's my show. favorite part of the show. He's this super, and he's tall. And you've heard you've you've. Hold up! What was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Had me listen to his segments. I think they're great. And I think they're great for a sports audience. But I I, I, it's Penn Day. We're doing it. You're no. You were about to tell me why I can't do no, it. I no. I yeah, I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> it's Penn Day. Okay. Next week, I, I got to make sure he's available. Ron McGill from the Miami Zoo. Okay. He has no idea that this is happening. <laughs> I better call him before Tuesday when this comes out. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> 